You're listening to a three-part series titled Worship Is by Mary Jean Powers. In part three of this series, Mary Jean explores how worship is leaving a legacy. For more information and audio content, visit www.getthewordout.cc. Worship is leaving a legacy. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty, and I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. Psalm 145, 3-7. I am convinced that the legacy left by a worshiper of Almighty God is the fear of the Lord. That all-encompassing, awe-inspiring, abandoned allegiance to the King of Eternity. The worshiper is marked by the legacy he leaves. And the legacy is the fear of the Lord. Whether it be to his natural children, his spirit-born disciples, or to the countless ones he will influence but never meet, There is no question for the ones who know the worshiper. He belongs to God. The worship of God weaves its way in and out of all he does and says. His life is immersed in a God consciousness that settles in the atmosphere. His is a lifestyle of honor for the Holy One. For to the worshiper, the Spirit's presence is as near as the air he breathes. I'm not talking about some mystical, super-spiritual hype, but simply a humble awareness that things are not as they seem. It's living in a more real reality than the chair you're sitting in right now or the coffee you're drinking. It's seeing the unseen and hearing the inaudible voice of the Godhead as he is given the platform to be God in each moment of the worshiper's life. The worshiper lives. I mean, he really lives. He laughs hard. He plays hard. He prays until he prays. Or he can sit in contented silence. His work ethic is honorable. His heart is generous. His home is openly gracious and peaceful. A Jesus worshiper is honest. And integrity is his closest friend. He is God-assured. He is secure in being nobody or somebody, and he knows that he is significant because he has been engraved in the palm of the Prince of Peace. It's almost as if he can see eternity, and sometimes when you're with a worshiper, you feel as if you can see it too. This is the legacy the worshiper leaves. Yielded, surrendered, loyal, Fixed. These are traits of the one who worships the one and only. Because of these characteristics, it's easier to wait on the Lord when you're with a worshiper. It's easier to pray, easier to ask good questions. There's freedom to be childlike, and you're more comfortable being human. You realize it's okay to not know something. 
It's even okay to be weak. This is the legacy the worshiper leaves. Maybe that's it. Once you decide that the ultimate reason to be alive is to know God and to make his name great, you finally become content with being human. Judgment disappears. Criticism stops. Fears dissipate. Mockery dies. Skepticism lies dormant. And cynicism heals. I think that's it. Being a worshiper of God frees you to love yourself and love people. Wow, talk about a legacy. The Bible says to make disciples. In other words, leave a legacy. The Old Testament calls that telling the next generation and impressing truth on your children. Make disciples, teaching your children God's ways. In other words, when we disciple our children, we take them to God, not just to church. Make disciples. Joel chapter 1 verse 3 says, Tell it to your children, and let your children tell it to their children, and their children to the next generation. Psalm 44.1 says, We have heard with our ears, O God. Our fathers have told us what you did in their days, in days long ago. Listen here to Psalm 71.18. Even when I am old and gray, do not forsake me, O God till I declare your power to the next generation, your might to all who are to come. Psalm 78, four through seven. We will not hide them from their children. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. He decreed statutes for Jacob and established the law in Israel, which he commanded our forefathers to teach their children so the next generation would know them, even the children yet to be born, and they in turn would tell their children. Then they would put their trust in God and would not forget his deeds, but would keep his commands. Leave a legacy. I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. With my mouth, I will make your faithfulness known through all generations. I will declare that your love stands firm forever, that you established your faithfulness in heaven itself. Psalm 89, 1 and 2. And in Matthew 28, 18 to 20, Jesus came to his disciples and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So go, make disciplined followers of Jesus and teach them to worship him Worship is leaving a legacy of the fear of the Lord. This concludes the three parts to the Worship Is series. To listen to other podcasts, watch videos, or read blog posts that will minister to you, visit www.getthewordout.cc.